From Tally to Cali, it's time to wake up. Warchant.com is your ultimate seminal sports source. And this is Wake Up Warchant, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. One more corner pocket. Now here's Warchant.com's ass on Hunch of Andy and Corey What is up, everybody? It is Wake Up War Champ, presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Coming up on today's show, the portal taketh away Sam McCall. He gone. Thoughts from Corey and myself, as well as look at Florida State, all over the all-ACC teams and moving to the college football playoff poll. Wake Up War Champ, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Tallahassee, Florida. Come join them every single day, Monday through Friday, for their lunch specials. You should be there on the weekends, too, everybody. Should be there on the weekends as well. Wednesday's lunch special, press ham and Swiss sandwich. That's from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., only $8.99. And serve with horseradish sauce and pickles on the side. You can get fries, tots. You get a side salad as your order on your side dish, too. It's great. Check them out. Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Warchant.com, Ultimate Semble Sports Source. The thumbs up. Subscribe. Apple iOS device. Type in Wake Up Warchant. Hit the one on the right. The one on the right. Um, Corey and I recorded a video for YouTube. We're going to use that as part of the podcast because a lot of people on the podcast don't watch YouTube, which you should watch YouTube as well. But then he and I talk stream of consciousness about what's going on with Florida State in terms of all the dudes they've got on the all-ACC team, how many of them are portal dudes. And then also, they're 13th in the college football playoff poll, everybody. There's an outside chance they literally might be able to play in a New Year's Six Bowl. Incredible. I'll stop talking. Corey and I, right now, let's go. Corey's here with us. Uh, here on this Tuesday night as news of Sam McCall, Corey, uh, we joked about on the end of our, the last podcast we did about we're going to soon hit the transfer portal market here when December 5th starts when guys can officially start moving and shaking. Um, and I joked about, you know, Sam McCall, minus 300, the field, mm. you know, whatever. Then we signed off. Uh, but Sam McCall went on social media on Tuesday night uh, and, announced that he has every intention now to transfer. I think this might even be the same graphic he used the first time around, Corey, uh, from when he pulled it back. He played in eight games this season, Corey, five actually, where he saw action in the field on defense. Um, 70 reps in total, five tackles, one pass breakup, and a forced fumble. He missed Wake Forest, NC State, Miami, and Florida. Uh, those are the the numbers on him. So uh, how do you go about kind of processing this? He was, the in some circles, I think the highest-rated recruit in the previous cycle, and now he is gone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you're, you, you know, if you're a Florida State fan, you're kind of bummed because he was probably the biggest recruit you had out of the 2022 class. Um, that said, at least in the first season, he didn't play up to that ranking, in my opinion. I mean, we get to watch practice. He wasn't, um, he was never threatening to play. Uh, he was never threatening to be a contributor this year. Now, kids take huge leaps between freshman and sophomore years, and I really do think that, they probably would like to keep Sam McCall around because I think they think he has some talent. He's he can run. He's long. I'm not sure what position they would have ended up having him want to wanting to have him play. Um, but the end result, man, I think is if you're not happy right now at Florida State with what's going on, if you're a player on this team that just went nine and three after the the I mean, they won eight games the previous two years. They eclipsed that in one season, your first season and you still want to bounce, well, then I think the the collective mindset of Florida State fans is probably like, uh, all right, man, bounce, bounce, have fun, good luck. But 
Um, I don't know that Florida State – number one, nobody's surprised, right? I mean, he he went in the portal after the – or he announced he was going in the portal after the Miami win and then, you know, pulled it back a day later or, I don't know, 12 minutes later. But in reality, it was a, it, it was inevitable at that point, apparently. Um, so he's gone. Um, he's, off we'll, the, he's off the official website. His roster is biased. His, he's no longer listed on the roster. He's gone. So – um, you know, look, I, I think right now when it comes to Florida State fans, there might be a few that are like upset maybe with the coaching staff or not making this work. But I think most Florida State fans um, understand that, OK, this was on Sam McCall. Sam McCall wasn't happy. So go be go somewhere else, man. If you can't be happy with a program like this, with playing for a coach like this. OK, go somewhere else and see if you enjoy it. That's all. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think. We'll see how big a loss it is when we see what his career ends up being. Um, but I I think most Florida State fans are in the camp of, okay, man, have a good day. We'll take the guys that want to be here. Because Florida State now, Florida State fans now are in a position where they believe in this coaching staff and they believe in this head coach. And if you don't want to play for this head coach, then go play somewhere else. Yeah. He did make it kind of clear on social media that there's some hard feelings involved here. Uh, with his departure here again i mean the fact that he's entering the transfer portal he announced it here but the fact that he's off the roster um there might be something there in terms of i don't know if he was told to leave or if, you know if he was the one that wanted to leave how that's going to work out but I, I think you know this is we're going to be doing this every single time a kid enters the portal everybody to keep you posted on who's coming and going i mean i don't know with the exception of like four players on this roster Corey, i don't i think most fans would probably be like all right you know thanks but whatever I, you know, I don't think even despite how talented Sam McCall was on paper. Listen, we're at practice all the time. Uh, we talk about every observation we make quite literally. Man, we either write it down and put it on the website. Or we talk about it on the Jeff Cameron show or this podcast, Seminal Headlines. Uh, you know, cornerbacks left something to be desired at times this season other than Renardo, really. So there was there was an opportunity there, perhaps growing and blossoming. But we never really saw Sam ever take any kind of opportunity and really take it by the horns. I think we saw Zare flash early and maybe hit some sort of freshman wall where we didn't maybe see it flash as much at practice, but he did get more involved in games. But it just seems like Sam, for whatever reason, never could get any footing. And then maybe the frustration of seeing somebody get ahead of you that's in your same class kind of starts piling on top. Uh, as you sit here and kind of have some conjecture about things. Well, and I know I'm an old man with an old man mustache. We're rectifying that, folks. Lay off. Um, but you know, look, I, I think when you go onto social media and you, and you have a post and you and you, you know, you you talk negatively about a coaching staff or a um, it, well, just basically about a university, your program, a coaching. staff. I don't know, man. It makes you look bad. There's no need to do that. You, you know, I, I saw what we see Aslan, uh, 200 kids on Tuesday enter the portal, 600. I don't know. I lost count. I don't know how many had to go on Instagram live and rip the coaching staff. You know what I mean? I don't know how many people had to do that. So with that in mind, you know, there's a good part of you. And I don't know Sam McCall at all. He might be an awesome kid and just had a bad moment three months, three weeks after having another bad moment. But it's like good riddance, man. If you're the kind of kid that needs that much attention to IG live while you're upset with your coaching staff. I mean, I would think and I'm, I'm probably completely naive. Um, I would think that would give other coaching staffs pause. Like, oh, okay, all right, this kid's going to be unhappy. He's going to go to social media and rip us. Um, meanwhile, it's a love fest at Florida State, man. Every player that's at Florida State right now publicly talks about how much they love the place, and then you go on social media three weeks ago and just enter the portal after the biggest win in 
probably four or five years in this program's history, it kind of makes it looks like look like it's all about you, man. You're not happy, so you want the world to know you're not happy. You're going to enter the portal three weeks before the portal's even open. So cool, that's great, but expect some negativity that way. Like expect some negativity when you do something like that because it just doesn't make you look great. You can be, a, even if you're unhappy with what they told you, if you're unhappy with their plans for you, you can just go quietly into that night and say, thank you, Florida State. I'm going my separate way. You don't have to make it about you. Because, man, you haven't accomplished diddly squat. You're at Florida State, man. There's been 25 DBs that have been drafted in the first couple rounds of Florida State. They have multiple Hall of Famers. Florida State fans don't need to hear how unhappy you were at Florida State. Go, Just go, and we'll see. So that that's where I that's what bothered me. It's not him leaving. Everybody has a right to leave. It wasn't a good fit, I guess, for him. He wanted to go somewhere else. That's fine. Just go. Just go. You don't, you don't have to make it personal. You don't have to make it – you don't have to be a um, – you don't have to I – w- I will say that the video wasn't – I mean, I don't know. It's, it's not me being talked about, but I didn't think it was that bad. But it was also – it was a clip. I don't know how long the, the IG live went, but what's – kind of survived on Twitter and other parts of social media, just basically. But what's the point? Talking. Why? Well, Why do people, it? People are curious probably because I mean, he did, he did put on his Instagram that he was transferring out that I'm sure that's people perfect, right? So then yeah. he has to, I mean, that's perfect. What he said was perfect. That's perfect. Uh, the graphic he had, everything else, that's fine. I don't know that you have to make it uh, an IG live video, but maybe you do. Maybe again, like I said, I'm old. Um, get off my lawn. I know it's 2022 about to be 2023. Maybe this is how we, all the portal um, exits will go. Um, I don't, as far as the program itself and the secondary itself, um, you know, they're going to have to get somebody, man. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're young and especially they need some help at cornerback. If he's oh, not gonna be part of the no, I mean more like, we don't know. We'll see. We don't know how big a loss this is. Right. 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 You, you know what I mean? We just don't like, they're going to lose Jamie Robinson almost assuredly. You would think, um, you know, we'll see what else happens in the secondary. But um, I I don't know how big a loss Sam McCall is because like Aslan was talking about and I said earlier, you know he wasn't a standout at practice. It wasn't like he was crushing it at practice. He was he struggled at practice. Um, but he's a freshman and he's supposed to sort of. And he was going up against much better receivers than years past at Florida State. So maybe he turns into something great. Um, I'm not saying that can't happen. Think about Jordan Travis as a freshman and think about him now. People grow, they get better. Um, I just think, man. Um, as I sit, as, as I watched the majority of the practices this year, I never said to myself, man, that guy's going to be incredible. Um, I could be wrong. We'll see. Um, I was going to say, I hope he proves me wrong, but I really don't hope that I, I, I hope he has health and happiness. That's what I hope for Sam McCall. Um, but I, I just really kind of put off by, by the way. I mean, you just, just go be a portal guy, man. I, I don't know that you have to go do that, but again, he's also 19 years old and, and are, are 18 or whatever he is. And, and he's young and people, people do things like that these days. When I leave war chant, you better believe I'm going to have an Instagram live post just ripping Gene Williams. That's just what we do. That's what we do. Aslan. Yeah. Um, as we look at it real quick and kind of uh, talk about what this means in le- terms of depth, at least uh, cornerback specifically, I mean, Kevin Knowles, Jarian Jones, Renardo green. I mean, I think Renardo comes back, but there's a possibility that maybe he wants to explore, what else is out there? Duke Cooper, Azari. What do you mean, like a NFL? You talking about yeah. Renardo in the NFL? Look, man, I, I think they're going to have, you know, McCall, they're going to lose. Jamie, obviously, they've lost. Uh, Jamie Robinson, who knows who else enters the portal? 
Well, McClellan will, I think McClellan is, yeah. might be tapped out on eligibility. So, um, but you, you yeah. know, you're gonna, you'll, you'll probably need, and you were going to anyway, but you're, you probably needed at least one or two guys coming back in the portal. Um, and then you, and again, I just want to reiterate, I have no ill will towards Sam McCall entering the portal. All these guys get one chance to play college football. And if it's not a fit right away, this isn't 1978. It's not 1989. You don't make a four-year mistake. You have the ability because of the portal to go rectify things. And look, somebody that covers Florida State for a living certainly can't lament the portal because Florida State had 15 guys honored on the all-ACC team. 11 of them were transfers. So I'm not being hypocritical that you can't transfer. Like people... People transfer. I mean, that's just the way of the world. And also people do it a lot of times. These guys do it to help their situation. And it does help. And Sam McCall might go to a place that he excels. I'm not lament. I'm not lamenting that. And I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not saying he can't do that. I'm not upset about that. I'm kind of upset about the the way it transpired on Tuesday night, just because he could have just gone his separate ways and, and everybody would have been fine, but it's all right. It, it'll be done. And, and uh, people forget about it. As soon as the next person enters the portal, or as soon as the next guy in the portal commits to Florida State, right, right, uh, right. Now they don't have any true cover corners. Which what Adam Fuller says: if you're a cover corner, you're you're going to be in problem. You're going to have trouble at Florida State because you need to be able to do everything. But um, the only secondary commitments they have right now are Kenton Kirkland out of Jacksonville. He's a three star, uh, as well as Jabril Rawls, another three star safety uh, out of Pensacola. So. Uh, maybe high school, not the way they'll go, but obviously they've shown that they can go in the transfer portal, find guys, integrate them into uh, their secondary anywhere on the field and make it work. So uh, stay connected to warchant.com. Again, the transfer portal, they can put their names in it, but I mean, I'm sure there's tampering going on right now, but apparently you cannot, you know, fulfill out the deal and the paperwork and everything until December 5th starts. There's a 45 day window that begins on December 5th to where you can officially leave uh, and re-enroll in another program. So we'll see how that goes. As on Tuesday night, again, Sam McCall, former four-star cornerback uh, for Florida State, has announced his intent uh, to transfer. Your favorite athletes always strive to put themselves in a winning position, and it's about time you did too with MyBookie. MyBookie's got the biggest online selection of odds and contests to fill all your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. Bet on the NFL, NCAA, or Play for a share of big cash prizes in the weekly Blackjack Tournament. Sign up at mybookie.ag, use the promo code WARCHANT on a deposit of $500 or more, and you can claim a bonus of up to $200. Again, that promo code is WARCHANT to claim a brand-new deposit bonus designed for bettors looking to get their cash in and get that cash out quick. Corey and I are not going to give you winners right now. We'll give it to you on the the next program that we do. This has all been kind of thrown together last second, so I don't want to rush them. It's our last one head-to-head. Uh, winner take all, uh, mm. kind of, if you will, because uh, he's up one on me. He's up one on me. We get the last week that we can make things happen, so I'll have to try to make the moves that I can. Trying to see what the, the numbers are right now when it comes to the Heisman betting, but we won't let Corey uh, do that. He, he would have to recuse himself in that. In that <laughs> Correct. Because, yes, that's right. Uh, let's see what Heisman trophy odds right now we got over on my bookie, mybookie.ag. Caleb Williams. Wow, far and away. Minus 2,500. Mm-hmm. But if they lose to Utah and Max Duggan wins, Max Duggan's plus 2,200. Just saying. All right. All right. I don't know if that's going to happen, but the only guys on the board right now, Caleb Williams, Max Duggan, C.J. Stroud, Stetson Bennett, plus 10,000, Corey, your guy. Right. Uh, Bryce Young, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington. All because Andre Ward said his name one time. It's crazy. Check out my bookie, mybookie.ag. Use that promo code WARCHAMP. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Corey, we really weren't planning on doing a show, but, you know, news happened, and so here we are. That's what we do. Doesn't matter the time or day or whether or not you're spending time with your significant other, which would be Corey, not me. Uh, we did talk a little bit towards the end of the show that we did on Monday about, hey, man, what about this Travis uh, Jordan Travis kid? Would he possibly be ACC Player of the Year? Um, made second team. That's yeah. cool, right? Yeah. 15 yeah. all ACC selections, second highest out of the conference, and the most that Florida State has put on the all ACC team since 2015. Your first teamer is Jamie Robinson, who we think is probably gone. Jared Verse, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Gibbons is not allowed to play anymore college football. Second team, Jordan Travis, Trey Benson, Johnny Wilson. Rob, as in Rob Scott, I would think. Yeah, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all coming back, I would think. Third team, Emmanuel, Dimitri Emmanuel, Big Meech. Big Meech. Shout out to him. And then honorable mentions, an eight ball, so that's Treshawn Ward, apparently. Maurice Smith, Fabian Lovett, Robert Cooper, Tatum Bethune, Renardo Green, Micah Pittman. All right, so maybe Renardo isn't going to go to the NFL for the previous segment that we did there. 15, Corey. And how many yeah. of them are from the transfer portal, you said? Well, 11. I, I don't know. Do you call Jordan Travis a portal kid? Because I feel like that was before the portal was a thing. Right. Same with Fabian Lovett. But yeah. they were 11 of the 15 guys that were on or did not start their college careers at Florida State. Uh, and you think about the guys that just came in this class. So our, we'll, we'll throw Jamie Robinson in there, too. So the last two classes. So Jamie Robinson, Verse, and Gibbons. Um, those three guys are all portal guys. Yeah. Uh, they're your first team guys. Then your second team guys are Johnny Wilson. Yeah, he's a, he's a first-year guy. You know what I mean? Like Tatum yeah. Bethune, honorable mention. Micah Pittman, first-year guy, honorable mention. Oh. It just it, it goes on. Trey Benson, second team, probably could have been first team, probably should have been first team. They had Will Shipley on two different spots, which is goofy. They had him as all-purpose back and running back. It's, okay, either way. Who won um, all, who was player of the year? Uh, they have not done that yet. They, they, don't, that they don't announce that yet. I would think it's going to be the Pitt running back. Um, and look, man, I, I don't think Benson. quarterback? Was it, was it Drake May? Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, look, he was not good the last two weeks. Um, Jordan Travis, I would have voted Jordan Travis's first team because he had a great year, and I think his season, his team had a better year. I know they have the same record, but I just feel like Florida State is a better team than North Carolina, and Florida State came a lot further than North Carolina, and Jordan Travis was just awesome. Uh, but whatever. Uh, he played a tougher schedule, too. But whatever. He, Drake May is fine. I know it's North Carolina media, and I, it's not a crazy, crazy so I don't even know if I'd call it a snub that Drake May has. I mean, he had huge numbers, but he lost his last two games. Jordan Travis won his last five. Whatever. Um, 
I, but I think when you look at this, when you look at like Trey Benson, Johnny Wilson, Micah Pittman, uh, Greedy Vance, uh, he did not make a, 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 the All-ACC team, but he led your team in interceptions. Man, what in the world? I mean, that, that is a, this is a hit rate in the portal that's out of control. Demetria Manuel, yeah. you know, Dylan Gibbons. I mean, th this is crazy. Jazz and Turnantine didn't, make, didn't sniff any of the All-ACC teams, but he started in your regular season finale. I mean, this is crazy what they did in the portal in one year, and they were recruiting to a team that had eight wins in the previous two seasons. Now what are they going to do in the portal when they just won nine games in one season? Um, so that's what's really uh, encouraging. And as far as, as far as Jordan Travis, I would have – look, man, I think he has a claim to ACC Player of the Year. I know he's almost certainly not going to get it. Um, but I just think you, you know, when you would if you'd asked us before the season, right, Aslan – if you'd have told us in August 12th, hey, Jordan Travis is going to be second-team All-ACC quarterback, I'd be like, oh, God, okay. Yeah, what, what's incredible. Florida State win? Eight, nine games? Like that, because it, it, number one, it tells you he played most of the season and that he was very good in a league full of what we thought was great quarterbacks. Now, it turned out Leary had a bad year and then got hurt. Van Dyke was, yeah. Good. And then, you know, some other guys that we thought were going to be good Cunningham weren't. Cunningham got banged up, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. But, DJ did but, not make any sort of step forward. Yeah, I mean, if he, honestly, I'm not, I'm not the Jordan Travis guy on the show. I, I totally respect what he's done. I'm just saying in terms of guy, I, I didn't see it before everybody did. That's what I'm saying. I, I appreciate the heck out of the kid. He's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. If you would have told me that you had the second team uh, quarterback, I, I might have said like I might have said like 10 or 11, to be honest with you. Uh, but that's, you know, whatever. Continue. Sorry, Corey. Well, you also – but you had the second team quarterback. Four of your linemen were honored in one way or the other, yep. um, either first, second, third, yeah, your, or your honorable mention. your left tackle, your left guard, and your right guard. And then your, and center, your center was honorable mention. Your center was honorable mention. So that's – man, it's just it's, – it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. pretty cool deal for Florida State because we, we remember the dark, dark days. And now they have real, real talent, real all-conference talent. Um, and you know, you just got to hope that the, the train keeps running down the tracks, which I, I, I presume it will, because again, you know, you, you hit it, you have a hit rate of 11, uh, you have your 15 honor honorees, 11 of them are transfers that speaks volumes to people around the country about, okay, if I go there, I've got a chance to shine, to really shine and get noticed. And that's a, that's a great selling point. I tweeted that out on Tuesday evening. I would have to imagine that Norvell and his staff might've been, you know, maybe sending may, – well, they're going to wait, right? The portal isn't open yet. They're not going to tamper. What are these guys, cheaters? No. You crazy? No, they're waiting until December 5th. But when December 5th rolls along, I would think they make it known to some of the people that are on their radar, oh, yeah, if you come here, here's what we do with transfers around here. Yeah. Yeah. No, they got something uh, – they definitely have something to sell. I can't wait to see what happens here, man, uh, in terms of the guys they're going to add. Also on Tuesday night, the final, well, not final, the penultimate college football playoff mm. poll before the actual yeah. right. playoff begins. Number 13, Florida State. Are you, are you like me, Aslan? Are you eyeballing those rankings and looking at, like, let's say Utah and Kansas State pick em, and Clemson? Pick and oh, you're like, okay, Clemson loses to North Carolina. Yeah. Well, they're bouncing behind them. Uh, now maybe I guess you could say North Carolina would jump Florida State, but I don't think that would happen. You know what's crazy? It, I think I think UNC is like 17th in the conventional polls, which I was like, what? Still no. 23rd in the playoff, the one that matters. So I don't know that they would jump to 12 if with one win over Clemson. But let's say Clemson loses, which isn't a shock. Yeah. And then both Kansas State is an underdog to TCU, yeah. 
and Utah is an underdog to USC, and both those teams are ahead of Florida State. Mm-hmm. You're tell, there's probably, what would you say, a 35 to 42% chance that on Sunday afternoon, Florida State is the 10th-ranked team in the country? <laughs> or certainly can end the season like that if they win their bowl game, yeah. Well, I'm saying even before the bowl game, they right. might be 10th. If Clemson, TC, if Clemson, Kansas State, and Utah all lose, Florida State's going up to 10. Yeah. That's, cr- that's crazy. That's crazy where we're living right now. you got to assume at least one of them will lose, uh, so you're 12th. And then, you know, I, I was reading, you know, I, I, I think people might care about this. I was reading Gary Smith's from the Jacksonville Times Union. He was talking about Gator Bowl possibilities, and he was throwing out the hope, or not the hope, he was throwing out the possibility that the Cotton Bowl is in play for Florida State if they finish high enough in the playoff rankings, which 10 or 11 might be it, gang. Yeah, um, you no, might, that's right, yeah, because whoever wins the ACC would go to the Orange Bowl, but still, correct. in terms of at-large teams, if you're ranked high enough, you, it dep- I think probably depends what happens to Tulane and UCF and Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's done for the year. So, yeah, yep. Um, wow, yep. that'd be I'm crazy. telling you, man. Let's go to yeah. Dallas. You cool with Dallas, Corey? I'll go to oh, Dallas. Oh, I'm very cool with Dallas. Shane Michelle, good people yeah. out there. It's. I, I was thinking because the last time Florida State, the only time Florida State played in the Cotton Bowl was 1991. Final and it was like a. It was like 11 degrees. It was 10 to 2 was the final score. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty gross game. But, uh, they hey, they won, whatever. Um, but it was like 31, 25 degrees, whatever it was. And I was like, man, I don't want to watch a cold game. But I forgot. They're, they're in the dome, right? Yeah. That, was so, it a and that's perfect. They, they play A&M? Was that 10-2 Yeah, it was 10-2 A&M. Yeah, I think Quentin Corriott sacked Casey Weldon. And that was uh, the wrecking, for the wrecking crew back then when Texas A&M was that. And uh, that was the only points that uh, A&M scored that day, Aslan. Um, so either way, um, yeah, the Cotton Bowl would be cool, but he, no matter where they go, imagine, imagine waking up Sunday, or sorry, I guess it'd be Monday when you woke up again, and Florida State is 10th in the country, which is not out of the realm of possibility when you think about that scenario. There's three teams ahead of them that are playing. Two of them are uh, predicted to lose, so there is a chance you could be 11th. Anyway, I just thought that's the first thing that crossed my mind when I saw 13. 13 by itself is great. That's a really cool number considering what we were all hoping for in August. Just relevance. Just eight, get us to eight wins. And now you're 13th in the country with, with uh, the championship Saturday to go. Yeah, because remember we would look at, you talk about just, just be ranked at the end of the season. If you're, yeah. you know, if you'd be four or five losses and still, you could be at four losses and still be ranked. And then I looked at the top 25. I was like, yeah, man, but there's, there's a lot of teams that got like only two losses that are in there. But it's been such a wacky season, which, gosh, you just wish that the playoff started this year with the way it is. Because Isn't that the point, first... too? With the, with, with, think about that, Aslan, what you just said. Like, if the play, if the 12-team playoff was this year, Florida State is watching that would be awesome. like a hawk I'd, I the would Big do a 12 championship game. I would game. do a keck stand as soon as one of those teams lost a corner pocket. As soon as one of those teams lost ahead of us, I would do a keck stand. Yeah, well, then you wonder, like, so what if North Carolina beats Clemson? Do they jump all the way over Florida State because – they're ten and three, and Florida State's nine and three, and they beat right. Clemson. And you know, who yeah, knows yeah. how all that works when it when it really matters. Like right now, they once they get past six, they don't care. Right. They're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, they yeah. Put a team there. Oh, well, Florida State beat LSU, so flip that. Put Florida State at LSU. But other than that, they don't care. What are they ranking the top twenty-five for? They would really care if it was if they had to get the to the final twelve. But the the point remains, they would be in the conversation. You would be watching those games on Saturday, not just. Because you're a college football fan, you would have a vested interest as a Florida State fan. If this team loses and that team loses, by God, we're in the playoffs. And uh, hopefully that day gets here sooner rather than later. Apparently the Rose Bowl 
It's in the Rose Bowl's court. If they agree to do it um, and not hold out, then they can probably start it in 2024. And I think that's that might be decided today, Aslan. That might be coming yeah. down. I thought I read on Twitter that yeah. they might have it. They got the ultimatum. They needed to know by like Wednesday. So we'll see if that comes down the pike. So would it would it actually? I'm trying to read this real quick. I know we got to go. It's late. Um, if they do the 12 team, is it going to be on campus? I would. I, think I it's hope still within the bowl structure. I mean, I hope they. I would hope the first round. I mean, I don't know if they've determined all that. I would think the first rounds would be home. Like the first four teams get a buy. Yeah, first then, four like, teams get a buy. Seeds five through eight host home playoff yes, games. Oh my go. gosh! Yeah, we would go to Columbus if like this held up right now. Because tell me, tell me, this isn't well, good for college football, man. It is incredible for college football. Yeah. Like think about you as a Florida State fan. Now they'd be favorite. They'd be underdogs, and they they. They could very well lose. I mean, Florida put up 38 on them. I think C.J. Stroud would score some points. But just the thought of, man, are we – Florida State's going to Columbus to play a playoff game? <laughs> what? Right. After lose, after a three-game losing streak? Yeah. And then think about, guys, think about 2024. Or, or you know, when, when you're you, – maybe you're the four, sixth seed. And you get to host – I don't know, man. Pick a team. USC in Doak. In the first round of the college football playoffs, man, that just gets the juice. That gets the blood flowing, man. That gets the juices flowing. Uh, That's that's what that's why I wrote when I wrote when it when it was first being discussed. I think a twelve team playoff is just great for this sport. You would have instead of who's who really cares about the playoff on Saturday, Aslan? What what fan bases? Right, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and something. They don't right right? because they're all in. Like Georgia, Michigan, and TCU can all lose and they're in. In my opinion. So it's really Alabama, USC, and Ohio State, which in reality is USC and Ohio State. I, I can't imagine Alabama jumping Ohio State. Two loss Alabama jumping one loss Ohio State and if USC loses. And they haven't done yeah. anything. They're up bar all sitting at home. Correct. So, so well, also, you know, Alabama doesn't – what's their best win? And they almost lost to A&M. They almost lost to Ole Miss. Like, it's not like they've been a dominant team that just got unlucky a couple of times. Um, so, but, so you have, you have legitimately three fan bases that are, that there's drama on Saturday. I literally, I, Georgia's in no matter what happens. They could lose by 40 they're in. Same with Michigan. And I really think same with TCU because they I have a great, TCU. I man, like they have TCU. a great resume though. They if do, you just look at who they've true. beaten. Yeah. Uh, I know the name isn't the name, but their resume is so strong. I don't know that it, it just should. And if they lose, they're losing to Kansas State, who's the 11th team in the country. 10th. So there's no there. shame in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you look at that playoff, and you're like, it, right now there's, like I said, people in Columbus, people in L.A., and people in Tuscaloosa. Those are the only ones that have a, a, a skin in the game on Saturday where they really don't know what their future is for the postseason. Now imagine if it was a 12-team playoff. Right now. I mean, good grief, man. Kansas State fans, Florida State fans, North Carolina fans, Clemson fans. Well, LSU. LSU's back LSU. to the wall. Like, I mean, yeah, they, LSU, you know. yeah, LSU could beat Georgia, and they're back in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that's, what's, uh, that's what will make the 12-team playoff so neat if and when it happens. I hope we get some of the money on this. How much money are they going to make on the TV on this? Good Lord, I can't wait. Oh, man, that's I what they're waiting for yeah. as soon as the Rose Bowl gets on board. they're gonna. I think they said if – if they can get it started here for the 2024 season, which is what they're waiting Rose Bowl to pull the trigger on, like if they don't get it done, if they can't agree to this, apparently Rose Bowl wants to hold on to January 1st, 2 p.m. local time on the on the West Coast, like no matter what, even when the semifinals aren't going to be played on that day and they do get assigned the semifinal game. But something like $485 million 
they will lose out on if they don't get it done for right. 2024 here. So, yeah, they're going to grease some palms. They they need to get that. They'll they'll get that done. That's all. But shout out Pasadena. Totally outside the epicenter of college football, but they're Ridiculous. the ones like keeping us hostage. I love. I mean, it. what Keep in doing the world? It. Stay what, grumpy. The, Stay grumpy. Love the it. Rose Bowl, man. Are you kidding me? I mean, good grief. How the many people in Pasadena care about football? They, they care more about that dumb parade. Oh, man. All right, that's a wrap for us. We're going to practice observations. I'll probably film practice, too. That'll be up on the mm, YouTube. There you go, buddy. Uh, we'll see who's we'll, out there. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Aslan. Sure, please. And we'll, we'll leave it on this. If okay. we see Jamie Robinson, Jared Verse, and okay. Fabian Lovett at practice later on today. Okay, I didn't even think about that. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Is that a sign that they're staying? Is that a sign that they're playing in the bowl game? What is that? What is that a sign of? Yeah. Because I think if we don't see them, well, clearly. that's a clear sign. Yes. Yeah. But if we do see them, I don't necessarily think it means they're uh, they're coming back. But I think it would mean they're at least playing in the bowl game, hmm. right? Is it a fair question to ask Norvell if he knows whether or not these guys that are playing, or like if he knows whether guys are leaving or not yet, or will they, you know, not? Tell I him definitely think it's a fair question in 2022 to ask a head coach for bowl practice, which again they haven't even been selected to a bowl yet. Yeah. Um, for all we know, a bowl's over. You know, I, I, it's it's odd. I, this has never happened. I don't think. I was asking Ira about. It. I don't know that that a Florida State team has ever had bowl practices before they actually know what bowl they're going to. Um, the bowls have even been announced, but give us gonna give us a whole week off, Mike. We no, I'm cool with it, off. man. I think yeah, I'm cool with it. That's cool. I like it. I was gonna be down here anyway, and now maybe they don't practice as much next week when I'm up in Atlanta. That's perfect. But in 2022, I think it's absolutely fair to ask if Jared Verse is out here practicing. Does that mean that you expect him to? Does that mean he's probably going to be playing in the bowl because a you know yeah. a lot of future NFL picks decide to forego bowl. Uh, they don't play in the bowls. So should we take that? These guys being out here, anybody that's out here is going to be available for a bowl. Is that your understanding? I think that's a fair well, question. I was to ask, thinking Mike. more about like if, if they're going to play in the bowl, does that mean they're coming back next year? Or is it, you know, cause, I mean, oh, I think, well, if yeah, you're first, do you yeah. need to put another, if you're going to go, like, do you need to put another game on film? Maybe, well, look, maybe, man, maybe. Jeff, Jeff Cameron brought, the great Jeff Cameron of War Champ brought up a very good point. Like Jared Verse got kind of dominated against Florida. That was a good tackle that he went up against. That was a good offensive line, and he did jack squat. Like he didn't do much. Uh, he didn't make much of an impact. Uh, that whole defensive line was pushed out of the way, so that was not great film. If you're looking, if you if you want to leave on a positive note, if you want to have one more game where you show your explosiveness and how good you can be, if you don't think you've done enough, um, and he might not. I mean, he only played probably what half the snaps this season. I mean, he's still graded out at seventy five point nine. That's like his fourth best game of the year. Yeah, but he wasn't. It wasn't an impact seventy five point yeah, nine. I didn't think um, at all. Four so, pressures, uh, four total pressures according to PFF. Man, I guess I don't. I don't remember him. I mean, I know there were some times where Richardson had the ball for a long time and he eventually got to him, but I don't, there weren't many where he just flew off, flew around the edge and got him or pushed the guy out of the way. I don't remember that happening at all. But either way, he might think I need to put one more game on film. You know that that might be a possibility. Uh, but again, I think I think it will be very telling, and you know it'll be very telling. Who's at practice? Who is practicing yeah. on practice. Wednesday and Thursday? We're talking about practice. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about, we're talking about right. practice. Come back, join us uh, later today. We'll have another show for you. He's Corey Maslon. Stay connected to WarChant.com, the ultimate symbol sports or Jeff Cameron show, 1 to 3 o'clock, 93.3 FM, as well as YouTube, WarChant TV. Thumbs up, subscribe to everything. We love you guys. Bye.